بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي سعيد الخدري رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رجل ايها الناس اي الناس افضل يا رسول الله قال مؤمن مجاهد بنفسه وماله في سبيل الله قال ثم من قال ثم رجل معتزل في شعب من الشعاب يعبد ربه وفي رواية يتق الله ويدع الناس من شده متفق عليه continue the chapter which pertains to the desirability of seclusion at the time of corruption when one fears tribulation with regards to one's deen or falling into that which is unlawful and doubtful or similar to that. The narrator of the hadith is Abu Sa'id Khudri radiallahu ta'ala an. He says that on one occasion a person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and he posed the question Ayyunasi Afdal Ya Rasulullah. That O Nabi of Allah, who is the most virtuous person? In other words, what is the most virtuous action a person can possibly engage in? These type of questions we find in many, many ahadith, and this indicates on the one hand the Sahaba companions of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the great zeal for knowledge. They were always trying to find out with regards to various aspects of shariat and deen. And secondly, the one commodity which we have, which is our most precious commodity, is that of time. And when it comes to amal of deen, doing good practices, one is to utilize the time in such a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there are various avenues by which we can please Allah. So which is the most beneficial? Time we have is limited. Never going to get the time back. So we have to maximize the potential of that time. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ Allah is testing you. أَيُّكُمْ who will do the most superior of actions. Allah does not say who will do the most actions. But who will do the most superior actions, the most beautiful action, who will maximize the potential of his time. So here also we see the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa What is the most virtuous? Who is the most virtuous person? In other words, what of all the good that I can do, which is the most virtuous action in which I can spend my time? So to this Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded, he said, Mu'min mujahid bi nafsihi wa malihi fi sabilillah. He said it is that person, a, a mu'min, a believer, who strives with his wealth and his life in the way of Allah, a mujahid who sacrifices his wealth, sacrifices his time, sacrifices his life, fi sabilillah, striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So from this hadith we can learn the importance of striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the pinnacle 
where a person puts his life on the line, puts his wealth on the line for the propagation of deen, to raise Allah's deen, to raise the flag of Allah's honor on this earth. Mujahid And we find then the Sahabi asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Thummaman. Ya Rasulullah, if a person after this, then what is the most superior? What then what is the most virtuous? So to this Rasulullah sallallahu responded, and obviously we can see from the latter part of this hadith why Imam Nawi rahimullah has introduced this hadith under the chapter which deals with the desirability of seclusion at the time of corruption. The Nabi Apaq sallallahu alayhi wa said, Thumma rajulun, then it is a person, Mu'tazil, who secludes himself, cuts himself off from the people, fi shu'abim min shi'ab, in some valley or some mountainous place, ya'budu rabbahu, and he engages in the ibadat, in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Obviously, if a man has secluded himself, so then there is no job, no wife, no children, no interaction with people, nothing to tempt him or involve him in anything else. So what does he do? He devotes himself exclusively, Ya'budu Rabbahu, to the ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another riwayat it is mentioned, this addition, Yattaqillah, he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَيَدَعُنْ nasa min sharrihi, And the people, he gives up interaction with people so that he may save them from his evil. In other words, when we talk of how are you a source of evil to people, one is you can backbite them, spread malicious rumors, speak ill about people, hurt their feelings. If you look at our 24-hour daily life when we interact with people, how often we are hurting people, how often we are causing taklif and difficulty to them. So if a person secludes himself and cuts himself off from people, then obviously this element of him causing shar or hurt or harm to others is totally and completely removed. So Rasulullah says that this person fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cuts himself off from the people, saves the people from his shar, and he is in total seclusion, constantly in the ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abu Sayyid Khudri radiallahu ta'ala anhu is also the narrator of the next hadith. We are mentioning the next hadith before we go into explanation because we find that the subject matter of both these hadiths are very similar. Anhu qal, also from Abu Sayyid Khudri, he says, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yushiku an yakuna khayra malil muslim ghanamun yattabi'u biha sha'af al-jibal wa mawaqi' al-qatr yafirru bidinihi min al-fitan rawahu al-bukhari. The first hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, who is the best of people, the most virtuous of actions? In this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yushiku an yakuna khayra malil muslim. A time will come that the most superior wealth of a person. You find that these two things are interlinked. Time, actions and one's wealth. 
These things generally are coupled and go together. So we find in this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that a time will come that the most superior wealth of a person will be a person who has a few goats, ghanamun, in other words, some livestock, yattabi'u biha, which he follows, keeps with him, yattabi'u biha sha'af al-jibal, he searches for the mountain tops or the space between two mountains, a valley or a gully, وَمَوَاقِعَ الْقَطَرِ And the places of good rainfall. Why good rainfall? Because wherever there is good rainfall, then obviously the grass will grow, the land will be fertile, and it will be conducive towards grazing livestock. So obviously a person who has some livestock is going to look for a place where, there is, where the ground is flourishing, so where there is a lot of rainfall. So Nabi Salaam said this person looks for a place of excessive rainfall. And why? Why is he in some mountain top? Just a few goats. He has run away to protect his deen, to protect his iman from fitna, from tests, trials, tribulations, calamities, where which affect the deen and iman of a person. So two aspects, my respected brothers, we have to bear in mind in this hadith. The first aspect is that both these ahadiths indicate what we call prophecy. That Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa by way of prophecy, is telling us of a time, or a time will dawn, where sin will become so rife, and Allah's disobedience will become so rife that it will become almost impossible to stay amongst the people and save yourself from sin and protect your deen and iman. And you will be forced to adopt seclusion and run away, move away completely from society in order to protect your deen. This is a prophecy of Rasulullah that such a time will come. Coming back to the first hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is asked the question, Ayyun nasi afdal? Who is the most superior person? What is the most virtuous action? He says, Mu'min mujahid binafsihi wa malihi fi sabilillah. A man who strives with his wealth and his time and his life in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is after that? Nabi Salaam said, a person who adopts seclusion in order to preserve and protect his deen. In the riwayat of Muslim Sharif, this addition is mentioned, yuqimu salah wa yu'ti zakah hatta ya'tiyahu liyaqeen laysa minan nasi illa fi khayr that he establishes salah, discharges his zakat, until moth and death overtakes him, whilst he is in a position of goodness with regards to the people. We, we touched on this issue previously under the same chapter, that ulama Ikram mentioned that the ideal is to stay amongst the people, even when there is sin, even when there is fitna, even when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's disobedience has become prevalent, to stay amongst the people, make sabr over their taklif, يَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَيَدْعُونَ إِلَى السُنَّةِ وَالْخَيْرِ Enjoin the good, forbid the people, forbid the evil, and invite the people towards sunnah, towards khayr, towards good. Engaging in da'wah and tabliq, even though there is sin in every direction, this will always be the ideal. However, Sometimes, as we can see from the prophecy of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, 
the situation will become untenable. Now a person can't protect his deen by remaining amongst the people. Then at that time, the most superior thing will be for this person to, or to isolate himself. Now the question is, is raised that when we talk of isolation, this is similar to what we call monasticism, where a person cuts himself off from society, from people, and engages exclusively in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is this advisable or is this something that is encouraged in shariat and in deen? Generally, Islam does not advocate monasticism. We find the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu the term in Arabic for monasticism or adopting total seclusion is what we call rahbaniyat. So, Allah's Rasul said, La rahbaniyat of Islam. There is no rahbaniyat in Islam. So, ulama Kiram raised this question that what is referred to? We find, uh, or what, uh, what is the meaning of these ahadith? Wherein Nabi Islam is not just telling us that a time will come when a person will seclude himself. He says this is the best wealth of a person at that time. A few goats and sheep in some mountain pass where he has cut himself completely from the people and he protects them from his evil and in that he protects and preserves his iman and his deen. So what is the meaning of that? How is it that such a thing is being, is being encouraged in these ahadith? So to this, ulama kiram mentioned, they say, sometimes it becomes advisable to isolate oneself. If he fears, he may harm others from a spiritual perspective, or he himself may be harmed. That is why we find when people sometimes, they take bayat to a sheikh, a spiritual guide. Then that spiritual guide advises his murids to mix less with people. In fact, to isolate and cut himself off from people for a limited period of time. Because this minimizes the possibilities of engaging in lies, in gossiping, in futile talk, etc. This is different from monasticism because this, what is encouraged in these ahadis, is based on a temporary necessity that will terminate should the circumstances improve. In other words, if the level of dindari improves, the environment becomes good, etc., then in that instance such a person will not be advised to isolate himself, but he will have to come back and integrate with society because the ideal situation is to integrate with others, to show them your akhlaq, your character, and in that preserve your deen and your iman. The next question that is raised in such ahadith, we find that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is asked, Ayyun nasi afdal, who is the best person? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Mu'min mujahid bi nafsihi wa malihi, a person who with his wealth and his life strives in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet we find in other hadith, same question. Allah's Rasul answers it differently. One hadith, Nabi sallallahu said, The best amongst you is the one who will learn and teach the Qur'an. Another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu said, He said, the best amongst you is the one who Allah ta'ala gives a long life to. And in that long life, he does good deeds, does good actions. So how is it that we find that different ahadith, the same question is asked, yet a different answer is given by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Why this, what outwardly appears to be an apparent contradiction? Ulama Ikram mentioned that the different advice and different response is depending on who was asking the question, what was the time or period that the question was being asked? 
what were the circumstances surrounding the question. Based on that, we find that varying answers Allah's Rasulullah would give. For example, if Islam and deen is under attack from every direction, at that time obviously to defend deen and Islam will be the most superior action. Sometimes when there is a need for dissertation of deeny knowledge, then to disseminate the knowledge of Qur'an will be the most superior action. In other words, as the circumstances vary, or who is asking the question, or what is the time or period that the question is being asked, this is why different answers were given by Rasulullah This is not a contradiction, but based on what was the need or requirement of the individual, or the circumstances in which the question was being asked. Like this, this one.